thank you guys again for supporting the podcast. In case you guys didn't know, I'm really trying to work on growing my social media presence, either on Instagram and on Twitter. So make sure you guys give me a follow over there of at Jason Hill is both handles. It's also in the show description. It's a quick way to link over. This is the best way to also ask me about questions or topics you would like future podcasts on. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you check out the YouTube channel. It has a lot of these topics just in video format. It's just another medium for you guys to check it out. And so that is a good way to also get some jujitsu help. So thank you guys again, and I'll see you guys later. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Secrets Podcast. My name is Jason Hill. Hopefully you guys are all having a good week of training so far. So in today's uh, episode, what I want to jump into is talking about this difference between the principles and concepts debate, right? So um, I've actually experienced this quite a bit in my own training. Um, I've had students who've come up to me and because there's all different kinds of uh, things on the internet, you know, they'll see some guy talk about, you know, students should be learning concepts and principles versus techniques or, you know, principles are more important to learn than techniques or concepts are more important to learn over principles. And there's just kind of this swirling unknown mystery of, of why you should learn one versus the other. And so today I figured I would shine a little bit of light on it. Um, just because like I said, I've had personal students have this too. I also have gone through this myself. Um, I've thought about this. I've tried to teach students in multiple different ways because I'm always trying to figure out how I can convey information faster and smoother and more seamless to them. And so I think understanding the why behind certain things, I think really helps because it makes you either buy in more to what's going on or, um, you know, you can make adequate changes if you need to. And so there, there's benefit to that because if you're always kind of like questioning if what is right or if this is right, then it kind of builds resentment and leaves sour taste. And, and I don't want you guys to do that, which might ultimately lead you to quitting jujitsu. So let's go ahead and jump and dive into it. So the first thing we want to do, though, is we want to distinguish the difference between what a principle is versus what a concept is. And often these words get used very interchangeably, especially when I watch jujitsu content. I see people who use these interchangeably all the time. So let's establish what it is first. So a concept is more of a, like an abstract idea and it represents something kind of mentally, right? So it's a mental kind of construct and it really helps organize or classify some information. So they usually are also used to kind of simplify ideas or simplify communication. So an example of a concept is like taking the mount and saying mount escapes, so escaping the mount is like an abstract or conceptual idea, and there are different ways to escape the mount. You also have things like guard passing or guard sweeps or uh, takedowns or um, side mount. You know, these are all concepts that you are learning inside of your jiu-jitsu, right? You're learning different techniques that are showing you how to control side mount, how to achieve side mount, how to maintain the mount, how to escape the mount, how to do a takedown, right? Those are actual conceptual ideas. They're like structures of positions and, and moves that you could kind of classify them if you want to call that. Then you even have like solo moves like a shrimp, right? A shrimp is actually a concept, 
Um, you know, cause there are different ways of doing a shrimp. You can do a single legged shrimp. You can do two legged shrimp. You could do all these different I, I, variations of a shrimp. So a shrimp is just kind of a concept. Now here's where people kind of get messed up that in order to do a shrimp, let's use a shrimp. For example, you are using certain principles to actually execute that shrimp right? So what is a principle? Well, a principle is more of like a fundamental kind of truth and it serves for like a foundation of like a belief or like a behavior, right? So a lot of times it will guide what we do because we know it's, it's quote unquote true. And I, and I kind of hate using that word, but what I mean by true is I mean like, it's like scientifically kind of proven or it's a kind of has been universally like concluded that this thing happens. So for example, like whenever you're doing a shrimp, right, you're actually using your legs to physically like push off the ground to create space with your hips, right? So you're using different uh, physical properties. For example, you're actually using leverage because you're pressing off the ground and you're using your mechanical advantage of your legs to like leverage your hips and actually to lift them up and slide yourself across, right? So you're using different principles like that. Another another easy uh, principle to understand is like a frame, right? That's a really big one in jujitsu, right? We have leg frames, we have arm frames, right? There are different framing ideas we can use. We also have things like distance, understanding what distance is. That's a truth. I'm either really far away or I'm really close or I'm in the middle. There's no, that's not like a, a, a argued upon part. Now who, what's argued on is maybe which distance is best to do stuff at, right? Whether you want to be further away, whether you want to be closer for whatever reason, um, connection or like weight, right? Those are principles that you're actually using in training jujitsu, right? And so what happens is like you have these different people inside of jujitsu or students will sometimes say, well, what, why, why are we learning techniques and why aren't we just focusing on concepts or why aren't we just focusing on principles? And you can do that, but here's my kind of take on it. And once again, some of you guys might disagree, totally fine, I'm open to it, that's why we're all here, is what happens is that you're taking a technique and let's use an elbow escape or a frame escape, for example, and you're actually demonstrating how a principle works inside of a concept. So that is the whole point of what a technique is. A technique is teaching a student how to use various principles simultaneously or um, one after the other in order to uh, execute inside of a conceptual idea, right? So now we're getting like, kind of like deep into the, the nuts and bolts here. So for example, let's take the mount escape, right? So we're in the concept of mount escaping and I want to escape the mount. And so I want to get out. And so I want to use the principle of a frame to escape. Well, that would be like an elbow escape or a, literally a frame escape. Some some schools call it all different things, but a frame escape or a hip escape is also what it's known as is where you're framing across the hip and you're creating a frame structure and you're creating it across the hip and then you're scraping your leg underneath their leg and it's going under and it's trapping the leg. 
And then you could do the same thing with an elbow escape, except you're creating a frame with your elbow and your arm and not stacking your hands on top of one another. So do you guys see what I'm saying right here is like even that example there, you're learning how to use a frame in multiple aspects. So there's not just a singular way to use a frame or a singular way to create leverage or a singular way to control distance or close distance or to create connection or or make uh, less connection. There are various ways of doing that, but the principle of what a frame is is still a frame. It doesn't change, right? It's still about building a strong structure, right? And so... Whenever I show an elbow escape, for an example, from a mount escape, I'm showing how I can use my elbow or my frame as the structure and its benefit. And then I'm actually even showing how I use my leg for leverage and how it scrapes underneath of somebody's knee. And then I actually even use a connection by trapping their leg in between my legs. So that's a form of connection principle. And that means that I escaped the mount. I went from being in the bottom of the mount, I scraped under their leg, and then I trapped their leg in between my legs with connection, and now I'm in half guard. So what techniques do is they convey, like I said, these varying principles over or inside of these underlying concepts, right? And I think that, in my opinion, that it's more important that students in the beginning of their career still focus on techniques over principles or concepts. So if you're a student that's tired of wasting time and really looking for help and really looking for the finite solution, I encourage you to check out my Jiu-Jitsu Acceleration System. It's a coaching program where you actually work with me. We work together, we collaborate, we figure out where your Jiu-Jitsu is at right now and where we wanna go. And then we figure out a plan on how you can best execute it even inside of your own training environment. So this is just an extra resource, just like an instructional would be, except you actually get to work with the person who created it on a weekly basis. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure you guys go over to my website, www.chasonhill.com, where you can get all the information. Until next time, I'll see you later. I think it gets too convoluted and you get too meta and you miss the bigger picture. Right. Because unless someone actually knows how to explain a principle or a concept, then everything just goes over people's head or it doesn't make any sense or it doesn't get accurately conveyed. So, for example, if I was showing like a mount escape, I was saying, "Okay, guys, today we're going to go over the concept of mount escapes. I could just imagine me teaching this to brand new people on day one. Right. I'm like, "Okay." Day one people, they know nothing about grappling, know nothing about jujitsu, right? Know nothing. And I say, hey, okay, um, whenever we're going to do this concept that's called a mount escape where I'm sitting on top of somebody and I'm going to show you guys what a frame is and a structure of a frame and I'm just going to show it to you, okay, go. And then I want you guys now to just escape mount with only using frames. And that's all I told them. Dude, you would have no one escaping the mount. I missed out how to teach them how to scrape their leg under, how to turn on their side, how to create space for their leg to come inside, how to connect afterwards. You guys see what I'm saying? And supposed to be being like, okay, and then I'm going to leverage and I'm going to show leverage technique and I'm going to show distance technique. You're showing all of, you can demonstrate all of those things actually inside of a technique. That's the point 
right? That's why you show techniques to brand new people because they are able to like use them in actual application, right? If we sit here and I just harp about like how good a frame is and how my arm needs to be bent at this certain angle and that's the strongest frame possible and yada, 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 right? Most new people have no idea how to use that. Now, what I think can be done better with jujitsu instructors, I think they can point out very, very critical uh, principles or concepts that are being taught in a technique. So, for example, if I was to teach an elbow escape, to just to use that one example again, I would want to point out how my arm is creating a framing effect or it's how it's using the principle of a frame and then reiterate to them that this frame if this framing principle will be used all throughout jiu-jitsu and other aspects. And then every time it comes up again, I point it out over and over again. So students start to see the relationship between how that frame is being used over and over and over again. But the fastest way to convey like technical information and to get students playing multiple positions and playing in through multiple concepts is via techniques. Right. And so these techniques, though, use varying principles throughout them. That's actually how they work. Right. So we all hear that jujitsu is very leverage based and jujitsu works because of leverage. And you're correct. It is using leverage. But there are certain parts in the certain uh, areas of certain techniques that use different leverage points. There are different ways that we create leverage. There are multiple ways of creating leverage. So could you guys like imagine, like I said, you had a brand new bunch of people and all you're talking about is blabbing about framing and leverage and distance and connection. And you're trying to teach them all these things. It's going to go right over their head and they're going to have no way of actually ap applying the information. And I think where this kind of gets uh, convoluted is that when you start to hear upper belts, for example, like a purple belt, brown belt, or black belt, what I would consider more kind of your upper belts is once you understand and you've been introduced to the different principles and concepts and you've kind of built a solid foundation, whatever you want to call that, right? You've seen this stuff enough. You've had enough repetition of doing a technique while applying a frame escape or, or doing this technique that uses leverage. You start to recognize where there are, are similarities and other techniques, right? So like um, framing is used all over the place, right? So you understand how you can frame from the bottom of the mount. You can frame from the bottom of side control. You even understand how you can how you can frame while you're on top, right? So you understand where that frame is being used, and so you start to say, "Oh man, well, if I'm using this kind of frame in this position, I wonder if I can use this frame in another position." And the answer is probably yes, you can. And so to you as the upper belt that already has this contextual information, that makes sense. And so that makes sense for an upper belt to be like, hey, all I'm going to do today is work on framing. And you you hear an upper belt say that and people are like, oh my God, that guy's so majestic. He's like a sheep. He, oh my God, he's this unicorn. All he's going to do is work on framing. And then he's like going around. He's like, yeah, I'm just framing on everybody. Look, see, I'm not even doing any techniques. I'm just using a principle of a frame. And you're like, why? Why? Why didn't I learn that? Why didn't I know that? Well, you're not him. You're not at that phase of development 
And potentially, if you were to just focus on that, it would be a declining effect. It actually wouldn't net any positive outcome because you need to learn multiple. You can't just focus on only framing for like six months until you finally figured it out. And that's going to be a very slow trajectory. No, I got to teach you framing, leverage, distance, connection, all of these things. I got to teach you all of those things to get you somewhat competent and caught up to speed. So that way you can go down the rabbit hole of framing or down the rabbit hole of just figuring out more leverage or how to create more distance or connection or or whatever else. But you have to have a baseline to start with. Now, this is my personal opinion. And the reason why I, I, I have this opinion too is because I've tried, I've attempted teaching uh, students out there with different kind of just principles, like as a day one, and they they get it, they understand it. But what happens is that they're they're when you're fighting and you're the first time and you're you don't know where like the start of the move is and the end of the move is, and they're only focused on framing, they miss a lot of the essential details of the frame because they're worried about all the other aspects that are happening. And so it just kind of flies right over their head in in the beginning versus if I would have gone back to like more of the technical, I guess, technique and just talked about, hey, here's a frame here, but I still want you to try to get me to this point. Now they have like a markation and like an endpoint to go for, like where the technique has quote unquote worked or been completed or executed, right? And so that is where I kind of operate from in that way. Now, if you're an upper belt, I think it's very beneficial for you to figure out where these multiple principles are used in the various concepts. That's where I think it's more beneficial. So for example, if you're like, um, you know, a, a brown belt, right? Or a purple belt, let's use purple belt, for example. And you're really wanting to understand the idea of like frames and understand where all the good connections of frames are. Well, that's a very good thing to do. One of the big lessons I teach with that and when I start teaching students this is kind of guard retention, because whenever you're doing guard retention, people are throwing your legs out the way, they're kind of passing and you're just kind of creating all of these different frames in order so they can't get chest to chest with you. Right. And so that is actually even a principle of guard retention using frames. And then those frames start to come into place if they do get past your guard. Now you're in the bottom of side control. Well, I can use frames to create leverage to reinsert my leg frames and to create distance and to get somebody off me and to create new connections, right? So you can kind of build on top of these going forward. And so I think really what techniques are, techniques are just a multiple use of different principles that are taught. You're just learning it in a quote unquote technique fashion, right? And so people aren't pointing out these words of, of, principles or framing or whatever. Now, like I said, I do think there is value in understanding what a principle is and and how it really works and understanding where you can start to apply it, but you need something to kind of anchor that point to it. And usually we anchor that with a technique. So like even Kazushi, right? That's kind of the big one right now. Kazushi just means off balancing. And you use Kazushi a lot. You use Kazushi in standing moves when you're trying to do takedowns. You also use it in sweeps. So basically just means that you're making somebody become off balance. Well, the way that you can do that from standing versus doing it from the guard, there, there are some similarities, but they're two different ways. You're still creating 
that principle of Kazushi, for example, you're still creating that off balance or instability, however you want to call it. And then you're, you know, executing the other stuff, right? Then you're using other uh, principles to execute the move of, of whatever way. So this is the kind of the difference between principles and concepts. Like I said, personally, um, I think in the beginning of your career, conveying the different concepts and principles through techniques, I think is the best way. And that's what's been done for a long time. Um, I still think jujitsu could be more organized. Like you could organize in the sense of kind of conceptual ideas. You know, that's kind of what I've, I've seen Danaher do with the system, you know, so he, he has like his, uh, mount escape system. And these are like, he shows different concepts inside of that system. And obviously he shows techniques that use varying principles, right? So he talks about a lot of these things in his different systems, right? So he's adapted that, but like whenever he teaches, right, whether it's a Mount Escape, right, you're going over the principle of Mount Escape and, you know, there are even principles baked inside of principles, right? You could even have other things, but remember a principle is like an idea. It's an abstract. It's the way that someone has organized something. It's not necessarily truth by law. It's not truth by scientific evidence. It's just maybe what you uh, uh, go for because a really respected individual says that or something, right? It's more of an idea. You agree with it. And then a principle is something that's really can be backed, right? So it's a frame. It's this. And so, you know, he might teach a concept that uses different principles that are that are also scientific and proven, which he does. You know, if you listen to him teach, he uses a lot of that information. Sometimes that rubs people really wrong and a lot of people don't like it, but he is kind of using that as an example. So I, I just, I, I think that that's a very important for students to understand because um, at some point in their journey, I don't want them to get too caught up in understanding, you know, like, you know, oh, I mean, I just want to do all frames today, or I want to do all connection day or all Kazushi day or something. And and if you can't even, you know, shrimp properly, you know, you need to be working on other stuff first. You need, you know, there's kind of this order of things that I think students should be focused on, on first, in, in my opinion, going on. And so getting into the whole principles versus concepts and techniques debates just seems interesting to me. And and, and I'm not really even sure why we're kind of debating it. I guess it depends on where you're at in your development. That's what should be debated, I guess. So anyway, that is my take on that. Hopefully you guys um, enjoyed it. You learned a little bit today. And with that being said, I'll see you guys next time. If you guys are really enjoying this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it if you left me some reviews, maybe some five stars, whether you're listening to this on Audible, Spotify, Apple podcast, make sure you guys leave this five stars, leave some nice words. Also share it with a friend. You know, I don't charge anything for these podcasts and my goal is just to grow it and help the jiu-jitsu community. So thank you guys for supporting and I'll see you guys later.